Hi, welcome to um, Surviving His 14. Today I am posting about um, kids, having kids with a person with um, DID uh, and some mental health issues also. Um, DID, of course, is Dissociative Identity Disorder or in other words, Multiple Personalities. Um, if you haven't heard any of the other um, um, cast, uh, I've married a, a, a young man that had multiple personalities. I didn't find out until like the last month of um, us being together. But we were married and dating, I guess, a, a total of 11 years. Um, married a total of nine-ish, nine in a couple months or whatever. But um, I think this cast is probably one of the hardest because it's recent, everything, and it's ongoing, and I know it's never going to stop. Um, having kids. I uh, did have three beautiful, beautiful daughters. And um, this morning we were having breakfast. Not breakfast, lunch. It was lunch. It, was, it just happened um, a few minutes ago, so we, we were having lunch, and my daughter, the baby, she's roughly six now, and she was like, Mommy, I I wish Daddy could be home. I wish he would just come home, or and we can all be a family again, and why can't Daddy come home? I don't, I don't necessarily share anything about Daddy's illness with them, not much. Um, other than that, he's sick and, you know, it's when I have to apologize for his erratic behavior, uh, like today, and I hope I don't, because I'm, I'm hoping they didn't see what I saw, but, um, when I have to apologize, I'll say daddy's sick, it's not really him, he doesn't understand who you are, because that's basically how it's been, like, the whole time. I think they know a presence of, um of him in the house but they don't understand what a true dad would do or how a true dad should be from him because he never really gave it to to them it was um mostly him seeing them but I, maybe there was a personality that would play with them, get on the floor with them. But And I think at that point, that identity would be the same age as my children because it was a different type of play. It wasn't a daddy playing with his daughters. It was like, let's play together. And I, I, I can hindsight because during the time I'm thinking, oh, daddy playing with his daughters. But now as I look back at it, it wasn't the same type of play that the girls get from my boyfriend like he plays with them like a dad would play with the kids he'll take them out to the swing swing them on the swing he would um, give them piggyback rides um play candy crush what is that not candy crush candy land and those things um quiz games those things those things didn't happen with the kid's father he it was different but anyway but the one thing that that confused a lot of people is the I think it, I don't know if it's the narcissism or the 
one of the identity disorders that would make him showboat in front of people like like when he was home he didn't i didn't like it, to talk to the kids no to um say to discipline them no if they did something wrong it was as if they didn't not exist and there were several times when i would have to tell him you have kids those are your children those are your daughters and we we definitely know that those were his kids through blood tests and everything because i wasn't playing i knew what type of family i was dealing with so i made sure i tested um with each kid but i know it was it's um when we would go places like we'd go to my mom's house he would be daddy of the world like he would play with the girls and he would um watch over them he would hold them sit and hold them in his lap take him take him take him on little walks get up in the morning and cook breakfast for them to show off in front of my parents so here it didn't happen now i i wanted to speak up at one time and I, I my mom caught me in the midst of it because I was like sick and tired of it I and she pulled me off and took me to the porch and I'm like my he doesn't do this at home I don't even know who you know and I always shared with my mom like my like he something's wrong but my mom said if he's gonna do this in front of people let him enjoy it then this is your opportunity to take a break. So if he's at home and he does nothing and you're working all the time and you're doing everything, you're keeping the bills paid, you're keeping the house and all this stuff, take a break when you get here. Let him showboat. Let him, it does not matter. So listening to my mom, hey, <laughs> I would, I would like, I, when I get sick and tired of being at home and being ignored and the kids being ignored and and getting tired of working all the time and not getting anything in return, I would go home to my parents and and take a break. And my parent, my mom would egg it on sometimes. And sometimes I thought it was real because she'd be like, get up and do something for your kids because I would be like out sleep because I would be so tired and exhausted from trying to keep up that lifestyle that we had at home and then I knew when I got to my mom's I could have some type of just rest and I got it but I, I it was at the cost of the family believing that he was like daddy of the world and he wasn't but I mean to hear my daughter say that this morning when we were having lunch that she wanted to go on um wanted daddy to come back and and what what touched me most is that she said if daddy could come back and stay here everything would be fine and i will hug them both i will hug them both and I, and i wish and at that point i can't explain i can't tell her because of course the therapist said that after a while he's not going to care that he has children and it's it's already at that point I mean, he won't come around until somebody tells him that he needs to come around. I'll, I'll text him and say that today's your child's birthday or today's your, uh, the, the girls have a meeting or something that he needs to be involved in. Um, or if one of the girls gets sick, um, I'll text him. And sometimes I get a response and, but it's, 
it's fake and I know um, and it's only two of the daughters that he favors the most and they get everything in the world and the one that looks like me that gets nothing and I hate that I, I do I hate that um, but when today I to get my daughter her mind clear I was like let's take a walk let's take a walk I had a couple items that needed to go into the the mail so we um I said well you know what I, I could just put it in my mailbox but hey let's let's take a walk to the post office and this is a small town of course so we take a walk we walk down to um the post office and we're walking in we get down to uh, the main the main street, and when the, my daughter, my middle daughter's shoe was untied, and I'm like, "Tie your shoe, bend down to tie your shoe." And while she was tying her shoe, I look up and voila, there's Dad, and he's driving, and I see that he looks and he turns off to onto a side street. He's driving. He turns off to a side street. And I'm like, mm, so sad. Because I don't know what type of father that is not with their children. Now, it was myself and the three girls. That that was it. There was My boyfriend was not there at all. And I'll tell you the significance of that in a moment. But he, he wasn't there. So it was just us walking. And one of them was tying his shoe. And he looked at us. And he drove off. I'm hoping that the girls didn't see him. Um... I'm hoping that they didn't see him because I don't know what type of father wouldn't stop the car and get out and come hug their, his children. Like, I don't understand that. But the the illness or the disorders that he has prevents him from even understanding or having the sympathy of knowing that he has daughters. And I'm, I'm told that it's going to get worse. Uh, that's not the first time. I think the first time... I was being told, you know, I was being told that it was going to happen by the therapist and the doctors. And they were saying, you know, eventually this, this is what's going to happen. He's going to stop coming around. He's going to stop um, trying to pay any type of child support. Or he's going to stop and he's going to just go away because his disorders are going to just start. I guess they're going to start arguing with each other, fighting. With, I'm not sure, but he, he's it, this is what I have to expect. With my kids being so young, I have to prepare them so they're in therapy little bit by little bit whenever they hit a hard time to prepare them for when he decides to step away and not not come back but this the first time he he works at a local store so a part-time job and my daughter's like oh I want to go see daddy and anytime they say I want to go see daddy every single time I pack him up in the car and I take him it's rare it's very rare. It's it's always been very rare because they have so much to do. They have school. They have um, my boyfriend who basically keeps them active in schoolwork. He intensifies his work. He's also a teacher, so he wants them to be the best at it. We're finding trying to find out which the identity of each girl to see what 
um, sport or activity, after school activity they should be in, clubs. Um, they, they have so much to do with it. I try to keep them as busy as possible because I don't want them to, t- to think. I don't want them to think negatively about anything. But we were driving. We were driving to one of my, my daughters had to say a speech. Um, she was chosen out of the middle girl. She was chosen out of, you know, her whole entire school to, um, speak at an event in, um, in the next town. And we were on our way back and she was just so proud of herself that she, you know, she spoke and, you know, we dressed her up and dolled her up and everything. And she, I was afraid cause I didn't know what she was going to say. She got her little, got up there, got the microphone and just went to town and they were just in awe of how natural she was with the microphone or whatever. But so we get back and we're, we're driving back and she was like, I want to go see daddy. Okay. No problem. I, I, it's no problem for me. Um, cause only thing I'll do is if, if the, the meeting was terrible, I'll make sure I set up an appointment with their therapist or we will talk about it. Um, and most of the time the meetings don't go well, and especially this one that day. So we're driving up and we get to the store and we see him in the window. Of course, we, we're looking at him and then I was like, go ahead. You know, I'm not getting out of the car and I, I could see into the store. So they got out of the car. I watched them walk in and they were in there for quite a while, like maybe two, three minutes. And I told my boyfriend, I was like, you go, you know, go purchase something. So it don't look odd. And then I'm sitting in the car. I'm scrolling through social media, not paying attention. And I noticed 30 minutes go by and I'm like, Hmm. They're having a long talk. I didn't want to go in, so I didn't. And they all come back, and their heads are hanging low. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, it was bad. Let's talk about it, because that's what we do. Let's talk about it. And my boyfriend was like, he he, he, he never came out. I said, what do you mean, he never came out? He went to the back, and he 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 didn't come out. He was like, I, will, I wanted to just go back there and get him and make him hug his daughters and make him say something to his children. How could he, we saw him, we, we saw him. What in the world would make a person not, he has daughters. And he was so frustrated to the point where I was like, baby, you're going to have to come down. I mean, this is something that we talked about in therapy we talked to the therapist it's something we're gonna i just didn't think it was coming this soon i didn't think we were gonna see it this soon and it hurt like the girls were sad like my daughter was like on a high because she had did so well in her speech and people were praising her about how beautiful she was and how how elegant her tone was and everything and and uh, it was gone. Her her spirits were crushed. So, uh, hmm, yeah. So the day was like that for me, you know. And I, you know, that's the, the, there was another time when we were coming out, having um, uh, lunch. I think we were having dinner. It was late. It was dark, and we had a late dinner because we were out, um, sh- taking the girls shopping for the day. And um, 
just to keep their minds clear. Ah, it was my birthday, but we we like to get the girls thing things for for my birthday. So it was, um, and we went to eat at this this local place in town. And as we were coming out of the store, the girls were just they were so engaged in talking to me that they didn't even realize that their dad was, um, standing at a car. And he was talking to a female, of course, an older female. And he turned around and he looked and he saw all of us. Um, and then he turned his back. He turned his back to um, to the girls. And I looked at Anthony, um, my boyfriend, and I, he didn't say anything. He looked at me. And then, so we got into the car and... That we were blocked by him and him talking to the female like they would have had to move out the way and and then uh, my boyfriend looks at me and he's like uh well you i know, i know you're hurt and i know you're trying to shield them from the pain but if we back up and they see him they probably won't forgive you so i was like oh wow look there's your dad and they get up and they and he's like back turned a hundred percent to them and they run up to him and they're kids they just grab him around his waist and they're hugging on him they're hugging on him and you can see him struggling to understand who are these people these are his kids like you can see his face like he he knew him but he didn't but then he it was like they weren't his children like he when he looked at all of us and he turned around and looked at all of us. I don't I don't think he looked at us to and and recognize that those were his children and I was his ex-wife. I don't think he he I think his mind saw people and he never saw his children like he never identified that those were his his daughters. Uh, the average guy on the street would like a, the average father would see his kids I don't care who's with them those are my daughters he would, uh, the average guy would be run up or turn about hey babies hey kids how y'all doing pass them off a dollar or something if they don't live together I, you know that's what an average dude would do but he's not an average dude he has all of these mental or, or disassociative identity things going on that he's dealing with that he refuses to get help for. He refuses to get help. And I think when he turned around, he didn't turn because it didn't even look like he turned around like in malice or evil or whatever. He just turned around like, oh, there's some people over there, even though they look like my... But I don't think his mindset ever dawned on him that he has kids. He doesn't know. Like, part of him doesn't know. This is one identity that, that identifies with it once told. And it's still weird and eerie. It's still not worth the pain of, that my children have to go through when they, when they run to him and he don't recognize them. Um, and I remember the... Um, when the girls had him around the waist and they were like, daddy, daddy, daddy. 
and that that's another thing i i I don't talk negative about him because I don't want my girls to have a negative mindset about their father. So they love him just as much as when he was here. Now, no different. And they they treat him like a father every single time. So I, um, I, the lady in the car was like, oh, wow, these are your children. And that's when he realized and said, oh, yeah, these are my daughters. And he started talking to them. And it was so off, off kilter. It was so off, like, and your name is little girl. And your name is little girl. And your name is little girl. And then I can tell my, my middle daughter couldn't get it. Like, she knew something wasn't right to the point where she just started to cry not cry it was weird to her it was almost like talking to a person with Alzheimer's and you know them and they don't know you and the way he was talking to them was so far far from who they were that the middle one was so hurt and to have her try and explain it to me like why are you hurting why are you crying she's a kid and I was like it's okay daddy knows who you are he knows you um, and he loves you and that's about all I can tell him he knows you and he loves you he knows you and he loves you but I know for a fact, um, dealing with PTSD from being married to him and all of the changes that I was going through with him and his family, there was a time where I would have these like thoughts of great things. I thought great things was happening. And I don't know, I would say memories and I would tell my therapist and she's like, you have distorted your memory of it. It wasn't good. Like, it wasn't good. And she would read me back passages from, like, my marriage counseling with her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, well, how did I flip that? Well, that's a part of having PTSD. And I think for my daughters, sometimes it's that. They think that he was, like, the best dad in the world because they can remember those little tiny, tiny snippets of when he was pretending to be daddy of the world and they don't remember when he ignored him or when he was on his phone constantly just sitting there on his phone or when he was like give me a minute or hush be quiet I'm trying to watch a movie or I'm trying to read a book hush quiet like they don't remember his absence even though his he had the physical presence they don't remember him being absent from him and it's kind of good that they don't remember that, but then it's like they're being fooled by this mindset that they're missing something that they're truly not missing. And that that's what hurts. I want to, and every day, like when they say something and, and I want to correct them and I don't know how, and then I don't want to break their hearts because they're little girls like that. That's where my confusion comes in. 
like I, so many times I wanted like your dad was not a good dad your dad sucked I, like he didn't give you like he didn't pay you any attention he didn't do but now I mean I don't have to tell them that but now as we look at pictures and photographs um, I photograph a lot I love to take pictures of us just doing odd things around the house um, and they look through and they were like oh wow mom daddy's on his phone look and he's on his phone in this one. And he's on his phone in this one. And he's on his phone in this one. Yeah. And then as we come through now, like when we had a visit, he came over for um, one of the, the, the graduations of one of my daughters. And he was standing there the whole time on his phone. Not engaging. Not because he doesn't. He doesn't engage at all and it may have I, that part I don't know and we were looking back at the photographs because I was trying to take one of the photographs and put it in one of their we're creating a COVID memory book and I'm looking for photos to put in their COVID memory book um, of when their father visited and they were like my we don't have any pictures because he's not even engaged like he's not even paying attention to what's going on we only have a picture of his face and I'm like, well, I don't know. But that's their reality. And I, I hate it. I, But eventually he'll be gone. And that'll be all on his mindset. And it's almost there. I guarantee you we're... It's only been two years, I guess. I think it's we're working on two years that he's been gone, or a year that he's been gone a year and some months. It's almost two years, yeah. Um, and his in, he doesn't interact. He doesn't call. He doesn't um try to come over. He doesn't if he sees us in public, he acts as if he doesn't know who that is. Um. You would think I would be happy about it, which I am. Like I, I want him to move on. I want him to, I, I want him to, but I don't want my daughters to yearn for him, and he not be there. And that's where I'm at because they're young, and they still love him. They still love him as a, a father, and he doesn't make any effort, unless being told by somebody else. to see them honestly us moving on as a family is probably the greatest thing ever because they have joy they have peace they sleep well they eat healthy they they're doing so much more now because and truthfully being married to to the um, the 14, 14, being married to the 14, I couldn't spend time with my daughters as much either, other than I would make their clothes, do their hair, so they all could be dressed alike, um, I would, um, constantly be trying to cook, clean, do schoolwork, do his job, do my job, and I didn't get much quality time with the girls, or, 
really learn their different because I was constantly busy so and he would be ignoring him I thought he would be getting some quality time but he would be ignoring him so to say right now I would it's with his absence the girls are in much more of a better place so much more of a better place because they get me and they get my boyfriend and they get interactivity they get to travel they get to go see things and we all get we communicate we talk we explain our feelings we explain our thought processes um we correct their 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 thought processes sometimes because they're kids they have wild imaginations but we're there for them and I'm, i'm there for my daughters more now than i've ever been in his absence and I do kind of appreciate it better that he that he will step back. But then I fear for the thoughts of my daughters. 